0: So, on the count of three, so if you can try and be enthusiastic, that would be useful. One, two, three. Welcome to the Mid Faith Crisis Podcast. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) Thank you. That was hopeless, and we don't need the whoops. I'm actually recording. Are you? Yeah. And we're sitting in possibly the best studio space I've ever sat in, which is in a bench overlooking the beach at Lee Abbey. And, uh, yeah. It It is absolutely idyllic.
1: Welcome, everyone, to episode 46.
0: Is that what it is? I don't know. Is it? Yeah, a bit of wind. We've we've got a bit of wind today. We have, yes. I think.
1: Apologies
0: for that. <laughs> Still, no change. I've got a thistle on my. Yeah, no, something. Say about that. That's bad. Okay. Um, well, we're here because we've just finished actually the se- the last session of the um, of the week. The week for the bewildered. We have. And what do you think the best thing about this week? Has been. We shouldn't go on too much about this no, because no, no, a lot no, of people no, no, will no, no. feel There's very grumpy at us, but I still want to find out. What, what, what's the best thing for you about this week?
1: I, it's definitely conversations with just wonderful, wonderful people, yeah, uh, just yeah. brilliant people and uh, uh, so fantastic that they've come down here. Uh, the weather has been absolutely brilliant, which makes people sick, and, uh, and uh, swimming in the sea has also been a bit of a treat.
0: Not for those who had to watch you do
1: it. it no, no, As you rightly say. say, there have been a few smaller villages that yeah, have been there's flooded there's as a result. Many small
0: coastal settlements have suddenly <laughs> found... I know. It's
1: true. Thinking... I had to wrestle Greenpeace. They were trying to throw <laughs> me back in when I came out.
0: <laughs> no. I've, I've really... I think the biggest thing for me this week has been... Uh, the discovery of our patron saint yes,
1: that has been very exciting. Tell so, the dear listeners so when about we
0: came to Lee Abbey, I kind of like the place and I like the venue, and uh, I think we should I, I thought we should make a hostile takeover, yes, but what we needed was a, you know a monastic order in which to do that exactly so I was looking for a patron saint and I've come up with one which I think is good, and that is uh, Saint baldred yes now the name struck. Us last year for a number of reasons. Well, one reason, <laughs> one,
1: one very obvious reason, <laughs> it has "bald" in it because it's got the word "bald" in it.
0: And and then I was investigated. Nothing is known about this saint. All we know about him is there's a few. There were a few minor shrines to him in the northeast of, uh, you know, the border country between England and Scotland, northeast there. That at one point, there was a statue of him which was accidentally knocked over by a builder which I quite liked and then <laughs> when? um I, I think it was in the, like the 17th century like, oh, right not recently no no no, no <laughs> it was not a modern builder um, <laughs> no and right, and, yeah. and, the, and also the only known example of somebody making a pilgrimage to his shrine yeah. is the guy who later became Pope Pius II in the sort of mid 15th century and he went there barefoot through the snow and as a result of which he had rheumatism for the rest of his life <laughs> So following Saint Baldred was complete, and I just thought he's sort of uh, the Saint yeah. Baldred, the bewildered, will be kind of a good yes. saint, patron saint for us, and we yeah. should start a monastic order. Yes. So I think we need anybody who wants to draw an icon of Saint Baldred. That would be good. Yes, send we, it to us. We That'd should get fantastic. pilgrimages sorted sooner or later. Um, t-shirts, pens. t-shirts, little <laughs> m- those little medallions you stick on your walking stick when you go on pilgrimage. Yeah. You know those things. Uh, <laughs> postcards, <laughs> record the record li- label. The list I don't is, know. Is endless. <laughs> anyway, so so I think St. Baldred is going to be part of our life uh, mm. in the future. I mean, I, I did think this morning when we were talking you know uh, the idea of a pilgrimage, a St. Baldred pilgrimage, would largely involve walking in circles and then getting lost in the woods. I think that would. Pretty <laughs> and much then going what to the happened. pub and then ending up at the pub, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's, it's what we thought. Yeah. Just because this is an interim podcast, because I'm, I'm on holiday.
1: Where are you going on
0: holiday? Uh, Croatia. Cool. Yeah, which cool, yeah. hopefully will be nice. And you um, live the high life, don't you?
1: Writers are so well paid. Well, that's that's
0: that's been so true of my life. I mm. can't deny it. Mm. Um, in terms of the people we've sort of encountered, what... I felt really this this mid-faith crisis topic is so important why do you why mm. do you why do you want to sum up why why do we do this thing and why does it matter
1: why do we do the podcast I suppose so yeah and, and, and yeah like yeah this. yeah. Well, again, I mean, more than anything else I spoke on, I used to speak for Renovari and, you you know, preach around and do all that stuff like you do. But more than anything else, speaking to people about the stages of faith, the really distinct stages of faith, and that there is a stage in faith where it seems like you're losing faith. Mm. That isn't losing your faith, actually. And and for many people, they assume that's the stage at which I walk away from the church, turn my back on faith, and just go and live the best life I can, because the church has nothing to offer me now Um, that's a stage of faith it isn't the end of faith it is in fact it's the beginning point of the inner journey for many people and devotional writers throughout history have written about it you know Teresa of Avila, St John of the Cross uh, and many others actually. St Baldred. St Baldred. um, Undoubtedly I'll I'll, discover some of his writings. Yeah we will will discover yeah Um, and and so there is a There, there is every reason to hang on to faith, to believe in God, to know that you are fundamental. The fundamental and truest thing about you is you are loved by God. But there is going to be much letting go of some of the other stuff we've learned along the way. Much baggage to get rid of in this second half of the journey. So speaking on mid faith crisis, doing a podcast, speaking on it is, I think, it's as relevant as it's ever been. And this week kind of confirms that, doesn't it? Really?
0: Yeah and i think that i mean you know we don't really have a topic for this week's episode because we're just here and um but i think if if there is a topic it's the same topic that we often we we end up talking about which is that you know god loves you yeah. um and that you are there's not there's nothing you can do in the future or nothing yeah. you have done or, or that will ever make god love you more or less than he does at this moment and and the importance yeah. of that for people, that's so important. When we were yeah. talking with individuals, you could start to see yeah. how how people feel so bad about themselves. Yeah,
1: and, 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 and shame doesn't affect that. Your shame about what you've done doesn't in the slightest bit impact that love of the divine no, for you. That, no. that Nothing has changed. No. The fact that you've you know made a mess of your life, the fact that you've made mistakes the fact that you question everything, the fact that other people in your church think you're awkward or you're odd or you don't fit in, none of that has, has, has changed that fundamental fact. And so in that sense, the moving on beyond the mid-faith crisis in a funny way brings out a new fundamentalism. Now, I never thought you'd say that. Right. Because, and, and the fundamentalism is this, I think, that God is love. That's it however you want to talk about God and like little Martin Booby says Marty Boober. Marty maybe we should ditch that word perhaps God has got way too much baggage and that's why I prefer the divine and you don't and I get that but you know we were talking this week about our different narratives yeah. of God and you know just shifting that kind of Sistine Chapel God's got a beard and is mighty and is a super being yeah. and saying how comfortable some of us were making the shift to the idea that God is mystical. God is unknowable. God is not a man, um, but God can be known and is known primarily through love. And then you know that shift to God as the ground of being, and yeah. and just some of the discussions there have been very rewarding and have provoked so much thought and discussion. And maybe we should talk about some
0: of these helpful things further. Well, I think we one will. Day. We'll, we'll <laughs> sort of yeah. Monday we'll, we'll have some helpful content. Who knows? <laughs> if but we they, can I, believe. I yeah. We have faith. I. Th- i think it is really important but i think it's i suppose it's even more important for what it leads to oh look house mm, martin i know they, we should
1: say there are hundreds of pairs of house martins nesting at yeah. lee abbey and just as they go to bed at night around about nine thirty, at 10 o'clock all the short-eared bats come out which are protected species of course from the little underneath basement and it's and there are lots of sheep
0: here right in front of us there and one thing you know about looking,
1: sheep... looking at us thinking why are those guys podcasting over yeah. there Surely there's going to be wind noise.
0: I have to say, they're very they're very attractive animals, but they have terrible personal hygiene issues, I think. Yeah. Look
1: at that. Look at what that one's doing over there. talk about the attractiveness of sheep on the podcast. No, <laughs> yeah, it's not the place.
0: <laughs> well, look, that, that, so what, the thing for me about the knowing that God loves you um, yeah. is actually what it leads to, how it affects your life, you know, because we can know this thing at a theoretical level. Yeah and we can um, you know we can understand it as a, as a kind of creed as part of our belief mm. but um, what it what it should mean for me is that I don't have to sort of think too much about what other people think about, about yeah, me I don't have to worry too much about no, exactly. it it gives me the power to be myself and exactly. and that I think is what if you take that from, from that that statement of God loves you What what? Do, let's extrapolate yeah. from human beings what 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 do we want for those we love? We want them to become truly themselves, the best yes. version of themselves that they, that they can be, yeah. the, to to flourish. Yeah, I want yeah. my my Human daughters to flourish, yeah. Yeah. and I want that to happen. And so we need to kind of think about how that how that happens. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Hi, hi there. Hi, walkers, everybody. Yeah, it's
1: just people walking by. Yeah, exactly. Human flourishing, and and perhaps that is entirely what the gospel is about you know jesus massive statement john 10 you know i've come that people may have life and life in all its fullness okay we may have to pause here because i sense this bunch are going to be noisy hey
0: (laughs) right so um we had a little break there while a lot of people went by noisy people Quite, they're still there actually yeah. down in the background but uh, I thought we'd agreed for all the children to be hunted off this estate <laughs> we're when we were sacrificed here. in one of our rituals which we'll be doing this afternoon down on the beach yeah. so we need to take some pictures take, of take you take in full sacrificial yes, mode yeah, we're gonna, yes indeed yeah. and also we've so got many letting go rest, we've uh, got knitted Ethel. came we on have this. knitted Ethel oh, is with she, us and she's a gem and she's now there's an a van coming by us <laughs> yeah I
1: know we'd have thought we're tucked
0: around a path that isn't big enough for a van and yet, there it is, is, anyway. Bought a van. Uh,
1: self, self, self. But
0: I think this is authentic. This yes, is why right. It's authentic, gritty urban life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Art, there goes a the van. <laughs> if you see the pictures of where we're recording, you won't believe this. Yes. Anyway, so, yeah, so back to the thing. So the, there's the consequences of really knowing that we are loved yeah. rather than just believing it. You know, really knowing that we are loved. And that means. B- you know i can be honest about my my fears and my failures and 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 i don't have to protect that i often stand and when i speak to people i sort of talk about for example my own struggles with little bits of anxiety and things like that and it's astonishing how much people respond to that i don't think i've been particularly brave or (laughs) radical it's just that we have this idea of the sort of platform perfection that the guy standing up there's got it all sorted and it often is a guy you know he's he's a guy he's white he's Anointed,
1: yeah, middle, middle middle middle-aged and middle-class, they must be brilliant.
0: He's got lovely teeth, <laughs> uh, you know, and and, and, and all yeah. that, and and, um, <laughs> and a beautiful family. And I just stand up there going, I I really was scared this morning. (laughs) I haven't got a clue. But
1: vulnerability is winsome. It's appealing. And it's it's honest. And it's interesting when you ask the question here, isn't it, about, you know, what what do people react against? Shiny, happy people. You know, the sense of inauthenticity. It's not that we don't like people being happy. We love people to be happy. But that sense that actually sometimes my experience is everyone's wearing a mask. Yeah. And it's false. I'm a bit like Facebook, you know, that image management thing. But actually, I can't really say who I really am and what's really going on. Now, if who you really are, fundamentally, at the core of your identity is loved by God, but you've got all this stuff, Mm. you know, guilt, shame, fear, anxiety, mistakes, broken relationships, blah, 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 blah going on. Actually, if your core identity fundamentally is your beloved child of the divine then I think you can actually be honest about that stuff I mean, yes not necessarily in a big public arena but but among a group of people who are, are willing to bring out the best in yes. you willing yes. you to be the best version of you that you can be and it seems to me that's the faith journey and that's what Jesus was inviting us into when he used that language of the kingdom of God. You know, the kingdom of God is a place where we we have learnt to deal with our hang-ups, where we don't need to be anxious anymore, when we can lay down all those desires that lead us into actually unhappiness uh, and where instead we can replace those with a whole new uh, frame of reference for our lives, a life that is uh, uh, lived fully uh, in a world where God's love just drips all around us and we get caught up in that. And that doesn't mean a life free of suffering and pain and all that stuff. Of course, it doesn't. We, we in fact, it, it may even possibly mean a bit more of that stuff. But we learn to think differently about that stuff together, and we do it as a community. Yeah, you know, it's so miserable doing it on your own. What was that quote you used about uh, healing and? Oh yeah, we thought.
0: I read it in an article about uh, mental health issues, and uh, the quote was, somebody was saying. We fall apart alone, but are healed together. Wonderful. And and I think yeah. that's yeah that's why you need community. Yeah. In whatever form it comes, you know why you need the, the church as community in whatever form. Yeah, it comes. and that's
1: exactly the experience. But I was hope just, of as people you would, in Soul Place, by the way. Yeah,
0: yeah so. sure. As you were talking just then, and I was partly paying attention, obviously, <laughs> drifting in and out. I but I thought, gosh, wouldn't it make a difference to? Uh, the attractiveness of following jesus if we talked about it as you know to become a disciple of jesus is to uh, follow a path that leads you to becoming the, the 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 best version of yourself yeah the most yeah the version that god created the yeah. one that looks like christ as well as yeah, looks like yeah. you. yeah if you if you talked about it in those terms whereas yeah. we talk about it in so many terms. and jesus to be fair also he he doesn't you know, he talks about you must be prepared to take up your cross. So it doesn't. So yeah, he's, yeah. He's not avoiding suffering. He's not avoiding no. that. But no. he, it, it's it's saying that you know that somehow, the joy of the kingdom of God can encompass the pain, and and yeah. and and the crap and the despair and the moments yeah. of darkness Absolutely. are are can be suffused, can be transfigured yeah. by that. Yeah. I think that's and that's what the love of god does for you and that's what the yeah. ability you know we need to be honest with each other and honest with god and and seek to move forward so look we we could probably go on for a long time yeah. but you know i suppose with this podcast we were just trying to kind of sum up what the, the overall mm-hmm. thing of what we've been talking about this week yeah and you know you might have heard it in other podcasts as well and you'll probably hear it again really Yes, you probably will. So, you know, go and get a life and do something different. Really. That <laughs> no. might be the argument there. <laughs> no. Who knows?
1: No, and we want to thank you for listening to us. We're going to be, you're going to go on holiday. We're going to think of new things we want to um, share on the podcast. If there are things that you think, actually, I'd, I'd, I'd like to hear these two people whittering on about uh, something, um, then please yeah. send an email in to joe at midfaithcrisis.org. That's joe with an e at midfaithcrisis.org. And uh, love to hear from you. We are happily riff around it. The, uh, the sense I've had this week is that we're building a community here. And if this you feel like this is community, then thank you. Mm. Uh, we long to be that and we long to follow St. Baldred more closely. Indeed.
0: <laughs> the way of St. Baldred. Is not an they easy, are. It's not an we're easy way. We're going to be
1: developing this. If anyone is good at art and would like to do an icon... Of St. Baldry, do, do
0: your research, because there's a lot to find out, but there isn't. It's about, <laughs> like, three lines on Wikipedia. But listen, the, I suppose the thing is, you know, if, if maybe there's... I don't want to get too wishy-washy about this, but maybe out there today, listening to this podcast, there's someone who just really needs to know that God, God loves them. Yes. And that they're, you know, they are beloved by God then yeah. take that from this. That's all we're going to say to you. Really. No, you can know, I finish just, with this? Yeah, do, do. Okay, were so you finishing with you checking your phone is what no, it seems no, to be? No, no, it's a bit of an
1: old preacher's thing, but, you know, I, I we didn't have time to use this this week. Okay. It's an old preacher's thing, but it's kind of good. People think that whatever it is they've done, you know, whatever whatever their hang-ups are, that's the thing that stops them being on course. That's the That's the reason God doesn't love them. That's the reason they can't be a proper Christian, or whatever it is. And uh, I, I I still use this old one. It's a bit tired now, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, so the, here it comes. Um, Noah, Noah was drunk. Abraham was too old. Isaac was a daydreamer. Jacob was a liar. Leah was ugly. Joseph was abused. Moses had a stuttering problem. Gideon was afraid. Samson had long hair and was a womanizer. David had an affair and was a murderer. Elijah was suicidal. Isaiah preached naked. Jonah ran from God. Naomi was a w- widow Job went bankrupt peter denied christ the disciples fell asleep while praying martha worried about everything the samaritan woman was divorced more than once zacchaeus was too small paul was too religious timothy had an and lazarus was dead you know what's your excuse (laughs) you know what's your reason for thinking that somehow god could not possibly use you or be interested in you that's the lie um you know that you're believing if you are believing that because the truth about you is you are a child of the divine. You, your fundamental identity
0: is belovedness of God. Fantastic. Well, I preach it. Pastor. I know, preach sorry, it, I did Pastor. preach a bit. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was that, very that, good. It's just an old preacher's thing, man. Yeah, no, it's that was so great. good. I was in a mission tent there for a moment. <laughs> now just come to the front. I, I'm going to do, do my version of an altar call in a moment. Um, anyway, um, thank you for listening. We'll hopefully be back in a couple of weeks. And there go some birds. Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) I don't like what that sheep's doing over there. No. That's That's, that's just wrong. That is wrong.